Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. Now, here's why you want to listen. I'm a preacher's daughter who went from wearing hand-me-downs to giving people a hand up in life and in business. As a woman, a wife, a mom, and a glass ceiling smasher, business owner, dream resurrector, and coffee aficionado, I love working with men and women like you, from the boardroom to the classroom. I've met with adversity, met with success, and overcome a few obstacles along the way. I've learned the strangest secrets of how to succeed as one who is a spiritual professional, empowering anyone who wants to fulfill their calling in life. I'm here each week to share the strangest secrets to success with you. So let's get started. Today, I want to talk to you about your calling and three steps to find and step into your calling. You may be asking what your calling might be. Is it spiritual? Is it professional? Is it some combination of the two? And I want to simplify things for you. You know, the Bible tells us in Matthew 6.33 that when you seek the Lord with all your heart, He gives you the desires of your heart. And when we put first his kingdom and his righteousness, so relax, this isn't going to be a sermon, but what it is, is a simple way to ask you to look deep in your heart and find those things that you love to do, those things you know you're good at, and those things that when you're doing those things, you're like, hey, life doesn't get any better than this. For you, it might be writing or blogging. Maybe it's giving a presentation. Maybe it's conducting a training class. Or you may be one who says, not me. I'd rather be in the back room at my computer creating a database or doing something to manage the back-end systems. Don't put me out front. And your calling is just as precious as the one for the person who is out front. So I'm going to ask you to not disregard those desires of your heart, those skills and talents and things you're really taught not at, and you know it. And I want you to give some thought to how those might just be a strong signal from God about how to find and step into your calling. I know people who do jobs that Maybe 20, 30% of the job is really not joy for them. And yet they're flowing in their calling. And every job has some things that you need to do that may not be your favorite. So I'm not saying every second is filled with joy and excitement. But I'm saying that largely there is something about your calling that gives you joy when you're performing certain duties or certain jobs or creating something that fulfills that calling. And so today, I simply want to encourage you that to know that you do have a calling. And in starting to think about it, I'm going to ask you to look at your past. Maybe make a few points in your journal that says, you know, this job I loved. This job was miserable, but I learned something. This part of my schooling or my track in life was very challenging. But who has it made you? What has it made you understand? What new tools do you have? When you look back at what you've already done, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and bring out of it a list of maybe five or 10 things that you love to do and that you're really good at. 
So I want to encourage you today to understand you do have a calling and God put it there. Many believers feel like it's selfish to do the things they enjoy, and nothing could be further from the truth. God has a way for you to step into your calling by acknowledging your skills, your talents, the things that give you joy, and what you've learned out of the seasons of testing or trial as well. Number two, I'm going to ask you to make a decision to live your calling well. Nobody else can do that for you. I can encourage you, I can coach you, and I love doing that. But at the end of the day, you're the one who is in the driver's seat, no matter what your circumstances may be, about living out your calling and just how you're going to do that. And the third thing I'd like to ask you to think about today is a very specific goal that you would like to make some progress on that will help you step into your calling. An example. It may be that you say, I would love to conduct training or be a speaker or write a blog, but I don't know how. Well, get right down to the bookstore and pick up a how-to book on how to do any of these things. Find something that will put a tool in your hand so that you can advance even a little bit this week with stepping into your calling. You know, the world is sadly full of people who are very bored with their lives. That is not at all what God has called us to do or how he's called us to live. He wants us to soar in our calling. And did you know that when you do that, you encourage someone else to soar in their calling as well? I am on a mission. I believe that together, you and I can change the understanding and expression of Christianity and the marketplace. Whoa, that is a really big goal, is it not? But it's something God totally is behind. And when you picture a world or a society where teachers love to show up and teach, they're excited, lesson plans in hand, treats for the kids, ways to make their day better, ways to connect with their students, those children are going to see someone who knew what their calling was, and they stepped into it. When you go into a store and you're greeted by personnel happy to look you in the eye and they're not off in the corner texting on their phone and totally abdicating responsibility and privilege that's right in front of them, but instead come up to you, make eye contact, greet you, and ask you what you're looking for to help you find it, and they go that extra mile to find the right size or to special order if necessary the product you need, you know You've just been served by someone who's working a lot like Jesus would work. When you go to work and you look at your company owner and they're not detached from the team or detached from the vision, but maybe the business owner has a prayer board, a strategic prayer board. It's in their office. It's got some notes on it about goals for the company, goals for employees, and they are including you and the story, you know that you are working for an awesome business owner who cares about the calling in their lives, in their businesses, for their employees, and for you. This is the type of client I'm actually working with as I record this podcast today, who are the type of clients who are taking seriously what it means to have a business that glorifies God, that 
loves their loves on their employees, that sees them, that aligns them with their gifts in alignment with the company vision, where it's better for everyone, the customer, the employees, the business owner, and the kingdom of God is being served up day by day. Doesn't this sound appealing to you? Don't you love the idea of, first of all, saying, I have a calling, and everything I've done so far has something to do with me finding my calling. I'm going to look at the clues, the good jobs, the bad jobs, the the trial times, and all those lessons I've learned. And so that's step one. And make a list of five to 10 things you know you're good at and love to do. Number two, make a decision today that your calling is something precious and valuable to you. God extends the call, but only you can accept the call and begin to develop your calling and live as though it can make a huge difference for the customer in front of you, the team that you work with, your family, and your own life, because I promise you it can. And thirdly, set a specific goal where you can make some progress on the things you need to learn to be a little better at living out your calling. Take a class, buy a book, hire a coach, do some research on the internet, and venture out a little bit. The world is crying out for you to step into your calling. Be one that is a light as opposed to someone who has settled for something much less, something boring, something that is just marking time. This is a special time, I believe, in the United States and in the world for men and women to take their calling seriously, whatever your station in life might be, because your world is looking for someone who has the lights on, someone who is excited to be in front of them, helping them, and you never know what a difference this can make in your world. This is how we're going to change the expression of Christianity in the marketplace, one person at a time and one day at a time. So I'm excited for you to consider this teaching today and this encouragement to step into your calling. I have a little tool for you that will help. So just come on over to www.lindafields.org forward slash my calling. You'll have a form to download. It will walk you through this teaching because you'll find that as a podcaster, a coach, a teacher, or a speaker, that I'm always about giving you the handles to take what you might have inspired you this morning and put it to work in your very own life. I'll see you next time for more secrets of how to be that successful person who's both spiritual and professional, changing your world one day at a time. We hope you're loving The Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org slash join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.